We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Alexander. McCollum staying with him. Spins, gets inside. Left-handed off the glass. Oh, what a sweet move. Giddy, tough spot. Back door. What a pass. What a play. And Jada picks the pocket of Trey Young. He'll take it himself. This is New York. You're listening to the Uncontested. What is up and welcome to the Uncontested Podcast coming to you live Sunday, August 20th, where it is quite literally hot as hell. I saw Topeka, Kansas today. Heat index of 133. Oh my gosh. That's like the seventh level of hell. I'm your host for the evening, Jacob Niffin. I've got my guy JD with me tonight. Fellas. We've got Justin Peabody. Hello, everybody. Taylor Peterson is here as well. Not eating a uh, rotisserie chicken. Much, the people, the my... people need an explanation, Taylor. I know, and so that is why uh, Silva kindly asked me to tweet that out with no context because <laughs> I went to two different places, two different places, and they were out at each grocery store. So no, you know what the fix here chicken. is, right? <laughs> oh, gosh. you got a rotisserie it yourself? Yes. <laughs> That's the only way we can be sure. <laughs> so I'll go buy a make... uh, a whole chicken. Yeah, oh, and any rotisserie in your uh, in your own grill. I was yeah. gonna say, I, go I go do. buy all the necessary tools. I don't make the rolls. You have my pit boss, and you know what? That would Ooh. be delicious. Uh, you might be onto something. That would be delicious. Would be. That's a, they they called me a pit boss whenever I was at that metal show the other night. <laughs> oh my gosh, man in that mosh pit. <laughs> That's a whole other topic that we need to dive into tonight. However. Hey, Taylor, the people just really want to see you just tear into this chicken. I they, they really people do want it. And I'm I'm telling you, I was like actually looking forward to it. I have my I have the sauces. It Ooh. like literally I have my, okay. my buffalo, I have my um my barbecue, <laughs> I have my ranch, and like I'm I have my I, I even got paper towels. Like I am ready for this. Are you just gonna podcast. like point your camera down at the chicken in your hands? Just, for the whole <laughs> does he does he get to like rip pieces ASMR of the chicken apart or does he just pick up the whole damn bird? And just like take bites out of it. Every That's time, probably up to Silva since I'm uh, very tardy on this what, bet. Whatever works for you. Every time I uh, 
Every time I, I think about this episode, I picture it like the scene from Lord of the Rings. 100%. Denethor <laughs> just Denethor. eating. Denethor, yes. See, that's kind of what I was Is JD going to be Mary going singing the song in the background? <laughs> that's that's kind of what I'm envisioning here. It's like, you know, I'm just going to take a handful of the, the, the breast meat, and then I'm going to go leg, second leg, uh-huh, and sir. we're just going to work, work way through this rotisserie chicken, but... Unfortunately, it did not turn out. Um, I feel like Sunday's a big rotisserie chicken day. This might require it, it, some it happening. Yeah, big is. day for rotisserie. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a very easy thing to go. Like, you just go and buy one, and then you can so use it in like, any of your dishes. And so, I guess I should have uh, bought you one because I was at the grocery store this morning. That's when I texted you oh. and said, Hey, MFR, get your rotisserie chicken because I saw one. <laughs> and this Don't, delinquent. Uh, Connor in the chat has a great idea. He says, You need to record the entire process. We could get some good YouTube shorts out of this. Like, Oh, Taylor gross. going and buying the rotisserie and chicken, she, oh. then prepping the chicken, <laughs> pouring well, the no sauces. Prepping. I mean, it's already like made, but yes, I can. Yeah, taking yeah, the lid I, off. I can do all that. You got to talk um, about the flavor that you decide to purchase. No, oh, yeah, did I you actually smoke the yes, chicken? That, yes, yeah, yes. fair point. Regardless, a lot of, uh, a lot of poultry. My goal because episode. it seems like they're typically available during the Barbecue week, chicken. and we're now five minutes into the podcast talking about uh, ro- <laughs> rotisserie chickens, but. Seems like they're typically available during the week, so my goal is to go Tuesday and or early Wednesday, and uh, I will have one for the Wednesday podcast to to pay off my bet with Silva. Order ahead, rotisserie. Speaking of bets, (laughs) Silva, when are we getting the Poku recreation? Yes, uh, I am planning to do it before the season starts. I have a group of friends that have agreed to help me do it. I'm just trying to see (laughs) like how far I can go. You know, like I don't want to shave my head and truly be <laughs> you, in this situation. That'd be incredible. <laughs> or do you? We'll also get <laughs> Silva to to take the charges. That yeah. one's coming up. Oh my um, gosh! The the I, I love Justin too much, so I'm gonna wait Thank till you. it's not 115 degrees out to make him go That's run nice. a 1K. Unless unless the outfit of your choice involves no clothes, I'm probably not gonna We're do going that. We're going streaking. <laughs> We actually so, had that sounder at one point, way back in the day. This is true for winning oh, streaks. Yeah, I, I feel like I remember that. I do good not times. remember that. It's a good one. Wow. Good times. Okay, let's dive into some basketball, guys. Uh, although that was tangentially related because we're going, we're paying off bets, right? That we made or last season. Our upcoming bets podcast, like we're we're getting closer and closer. Maybe yeah, we're transition. like we got our our schedule. We're, we're about two months out from from the bets podcast. Uh, I put together the season schedule for the podcast a couple of days ago, including the bets pod, since we now have the Thunder schedule. Before we dive into the schedule, though, quick FIBA update. There's been some more friendlies that the Canadians have played, that the Australians have played. The United States played on Fox today. Don't know if anybody watched that. Uh, just real quick, any thoughts on anything we've seen from Shay, from Lou, from Josh? Uh, we haven't really seen anything from any other Thunder players, really. Um, but any, any thoughts from anything recently? Put guys? some respect on Jack White's name, uh, <laughs> Jack White. I'm so, I'm sorry, Jack. Uh, Josh Giddy got that dog. Yeah, I, I seriousness, like I feel like we got to start there. I'm wearing my Wizard of Oz shirt Ooh. tonight, just love for it. such an occasion. I loved loved what he did today. Silva so aggressive. Play the sounder. As much as I hate Rudy Gobert, Thank that you. made it so much sweeter. Not only did he have the dog, he sicked the dog on Rudy Gobert. 
A plus. And let me just say, I didn't. So I've been in Tulsa and driving back to and from Tulsa. I didn't totally. I wasn't. I was like sixty percent sure it was Rudy Gobert that he ripped. So I just totally so guessed good. on that sounder. By the way, <laughs> that's okay, amazing. Good. good. Um, <laughs> it makes it even more impressive. I mean, he threw Rudy to the ground. Yeah. I went. I went back to. Do you remember? Sam Presti's end of season press conference where he talked about Giddy playing physical and making these winning plays. He referenced like a rebound against the yep. Chicago Bulls. Your honor, exhibit A. Yes. <laughs> you love to see it. It really is, though. I mean, that was incredible. Not, that's why I made the Jack White joke. Uh, it, it's not even <laughs> the epitome of Jacob's fanfic uh, in, in a highlight form in the play that you guys just referenced, but also just the high level reads that he's continuing continuing to make on a FIBA uh four. I mean our FIBA that's where I'm looking court. for. Yeah, court. I mean sure, but I even outside of the NBA, stage? right? With different roles. So yeah, stage I, I, that's more applicable maybe. Regardless, uh he's continues it doesn't matter who he, he's playing with. He t- continues to read the game at an extremely high level. Thinks two steps ahead and is making plays for his teammates regardless of who they are. I just continue to be really impressed with Josh in terms of his court vision, which we already or his, his IQ that we already knew about, but also he seems a little more aggressive. I think he's getting to the line a lot for, too. I think yeah, he's averaging like six free throws a game. That's exciting. Which is big time. That's so I hope, nice. I hope we get Josh versus Luca in FIBA because He's between so the two fun. of them, that might be 30 assists. Yeah, I mean, oh my they, gosh, that, that assist from Luca, where he went insane. behind the back to a corner yeah. between two defenders to a uh, teammate in the corner for a wide open three. Oh, third. Josh does look faster to me from the clips I've seen. Um, like Taylor said, really aggressive. I just uh, in my head, the more the more Josh like grows and evolves, I could definitely see him just playing the four like a lot more than he has uh, previously. He's got the size too, man. He does. He's like mm-hmm. he's six he's foot eight, six 20. foot nine. Like if you told me he comes into training camp here in a month and a half and is weighing two thirty, he can body yeah. up anybody at that point. Six nine two thirty, like yeah, yep. that's bigger than half the centers in the league. Yeah, <laughs> bigger than that's most crazy. of the centers the Thunder have played for the last couple. Yeah, seasons. yeah. I mean that's yeah. like nearly Demontis Sabonis sized. You yeah. know, like yeah. It's kind of insane. It is. And Josh has a really like good frame to add body weight. It's like it's not going to be awkward. You look at Chet, like Chet can add some strength. I don't know how much more like physical like mass Chet can add until yep. it starts getting weird. But Josh really has <laughs> has a frame that that can put on more weight. He's he's going to be awesome. Top-notch medical analysis for Jacob. You go. <laughs> I do have my PhD, folks, <laughs> from that dog university. Oh my God, terrible. Um, nothing really from Canada. Like nothing has. We haven't even really got to watch a lot of their games. Um, I do want to make one shout out to Team USA. I'm going to be honest. Not a lot of guys on Team USA. I'm a big fan of, except for two. One is Tyrese Halliburton. Halliburton rules, dude. He's awesome. I love Halliburton Halley. rules. That third quarter was crazy. And then we talking about dogs. Ant Edwards. Yeah. 
<laughs> you guys see the clip of practice whenever he dunked on Jaron Jackson Jr. Yes. and said, jump! Aren't you defensive player of the year? <laughs> so good. Put it it's in my awesome. veins. Which, I really dislike that Minnesota team. Yeah. Yeah. But Ant rules, dude. Ant yep. is awesome. He's so yeah. likable and tough. And then you have Cat and Rudy Gobert as the third guys on that team. It yeah. makes no sense. Trade those two <laughs> no and just build around Ant yeah. and Jaden McDaniels. Agreed. Yeah. No, Ant was incredible today. Like that fourth quarter. So I, <laughs> after uh, Silva and I watched and were completely disappointed in our favorite uh, soccer team, International. He still got the shirt on. I took mine off because yeah. I just, I, I changed. <laughs> <laughs> I was so disappointed in the performance from our, our, our Chelsea boys in blue. However, I tuned into the fourth quarter of that Team USA game, and Ant just, I mean, the pull-up threes, the confidence, the shit-talking, like you mentioned, Jacob. Like Ant just said, give me the ball. I'm, like, it's I'm winning time. I'm the guy. The yeah, that's right. And he... he playing with Jalen yeah. Brunson, playing with Tyrese Halliburton, playing with... Brunson was on the bench. Brandon Ingram. Ant said, it's my time. Give me the ball. He's... Dude, Brunson was benched for Austin Reeves. I would trade a lot of stuff for Ant Edwards. Knicks. Did you see what Steve Kerr said about Ant Edwards? The quotes. No, uh, he said, not. "Quote: He's unquestionably the guy. You can see he knows it, but now the team knows it, and I think the fans see it." That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yep. it's a good quote. I would trade a lot of stuff if if he were to ever say, "I'm not happy in Minnesota." Every single one of the picks. Yep. I just back the truck up. Yeah. If your starting lineup was Shea, Ant-Man, Josh, Dub, and Chet. Nasty. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where they physically make the Larry O'Brien trophy, but relocate it here. <laughs> <laughs> Just build it, build them in the basement of Paycom. The ant trade would require one of those guys, I think, but I yeah, I'd probably be willing to do it. He he's a dog. All right, let's talk about the Thunder schedule. Uh, don't want to spend too long hitting on some of the statistics and, and the interesting things. Cause you guys have heard that on every single thunder podcast that is out there. Um, uh, but we're kind of obligated to talk about some of that stuff. So Justin, I believe you have, um, some interesting stats and numbers for us that I thought there would be no math guy. There's nobody better to <laughs> do this segment of the podcast than you. Uh, so tell us a little Gee, bit thanks. about the upcoming thunder schedule. Yes, yes. Uh, also, um, there will be no math in this segment, so we're safe. The Thunder opened the season with some interesting games. I think that the opening stretch of games is really fascinating, and I know we're going we're gonna to speak more specifically, but I want to start there. Um, Oklahoma City opens the season at the Bulls, then at the Cavs, before coming home to host the defending champion Denver Nuggets. I don't know why, like that opening three game stretch is so strange to me. Very. It's going to be a tough test. Like that's, that's no slouch of a first three game stretch for Oklahoma city. And then to come home and face Jokic and the nuggets is kind of insane. Um, Beyond that, Oklahoma city hosts 15 home weekend games, which is awesome. I love like getting, getting the paycom filled, uh, for weekend games. I think that'll be big as more people in Oklahoma City remember who the Thunder are. They also host five home stands of at least three games or more, including a five-game home stretch in late December, including, once again, a New Year's Eve game at 6 p.m. against the Brooklyn Nets. That's awesome. Got to keep that New Year's Eve tradition going. Very awesome. Looking, 
looking into like a month by month breakdown, I think there's there's definitely some some months that stand out more than others. Oklahoma City plays four games in October, 14 in November, eight at home, six on the road, 11 games in December, seven at home, four on the road, 17 games in January, Oof. six at home, 11 on the road. That's yeah. You boys better be ready for January because we got some podcasts to churn out. (laughs) Good grief. Uh, 11 games in February, six at home, five on the road, 15 games in March, seven at home, eight on the road, and eight games in April, four at home, four on the road. That, like, January is just brutal. January is tough. Now, end of the season, I believe they end on a four-game home stretch. The games 79 to 82 are all home games. If it's anything like last year where seating is going into the last day, yeah, having games at home is going to be that a could be huge really benefit. Huge. Yep. You, do uh, you have national TV? That was what I was going to say. To, to end us out, uh, Oklahoma City makes 13 nationally televised games, including four games on ESPN four games on TNT and five games on NBA TV, which shouldn't count as national TV games. In my opinion, Agreed. But they do um, four games on TNT and four games on ESPN is, is pretty exciting. That's do you have those games the last few years. in front of you? I do, I do have those games in front of me. The four games on ESPN include November 1st versus the Pelicans, January 24th at the Spurs, January 31st, against the Nuggets and March 3rd at the Suns. The four games on TNT, November 14th against the Spurs, January 16th at the Clippers, February 13th at the Magic, and March 14th versus the Mavericks. That's some really good national TV games. Really good matchups. And NBA TV matchups, even though they aren't national uh, actual national games, I think they're pretty fun matchups as well. Uh, did you mention the, ma- the back-to-backs, Justin? You probably uh, made an attention. Yes, they have. Uh, <laughs> I did not mention it, but they have 14 back-to-back games consisting of four road-road back-to-backs, three home-road back-to-backs, and four four home-home and three road-home. So it's Anyone bad that I can't. I know. <laughs> it's bad I that I can't. I think 14 is a lot. Like in comparison like to the rest of the league, I think 14 is like top half. I don't know if you guys have listened to this, but the athletic NBA show did a podcast. I'd highly encourage everyone listening to this show to go check it out. They did an interview with, I forget the gentleman's title, but he's basically like head boss of the team at the NBA office that builds the schedule. I hope that's his real title. (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's an incredible cool. interview that like cool so much interesting stuff like they have software that produces the schedule right and they have tons of algorithms where they put in all sorts of information he said that software will churn through multiple billion schedule options holy wow man. and then they they get graded and then they take like he said physically his team will look at hundreds of schedules, like actually put their eyes on them. And there's so many different things that go into building the schedule. It's, it's fascinating. And 
one of the most interesting things I learned. I didn't know this. There is a rule in the CBA that a team cannot play a game on a day where they have crossed two time zones. I've, I remember that from Interesting. last year. But there is a new rule in this new CBA called the Phoenix, Phoenix exception. Because for part of the season, Phoenix is a Pacific time zone team. Mm. The, the state of Arizona does not right. practice no daylight, savings. daylight savings. So the That's rest of wild. the season, they are mountain time zone. Wow. So sometimes Phoenix can play Oklahoma City or Dallas or Houston or San Antonio after travel. And parts of the season, they cannot. Same travel. But some really That's fascinating. Really so, so they've got rid of that rule now. Um, it's I'd, I'd encourage you guys to go listen to the podcast. It's it's incredibly fascinating. I can Very only imagine the the amount of work that goes into that. It's nuts. He Almost said as they much would, work. Go ahead. He said they would start building the twenty four twenty five schedule, um, starting November one. Wow! Jeez. My God. I mean, you have to look at like in a week into this venue availability, right? You have to look at like they said, defending champs always host opening night, host Christmas. So you've got that to factor in. You've got you know you're trying to balance mileage of all teams. You're trying to uh, like balance time off of all teams. Um, times they get to sleep in their own bed. And this year, especially with the midseason tournament, we have a week and a half in the middle of the schedule where nothing is currently scheduled. Right. Because we got to figure out who wins pool play and goes to the knockout stage and who doesn't and who are they going to play because you got to get to 82 games. Right. Some teams will not get 41 home games. Right. Because of that. I'm sure season ticket holders will not be happy, but that's so many things you wouldn't think about that go into building a schedule. I just thought, I thought it was incredibly really fascinating cool. to learn about. It's really cool. I was going to make a dumb joke of almost as much work as teams are putting into their schedule reveals these days. Hey, which one is your favorite? Oh my gosh. Man, the that's tough. Chicago Bulls one. The Chicago Bulls is the right answer. The yeah. Bulls one was really well it's done. So cool. The Pokemon one. That really I mean, well literally, that the that was impressive. Although the Brooklyn uh, Nets convinced me, it's time for a rebrand. <laughs> KFC, <Agreed>. KFC. <laughs> yeah. I really liked like the Saturday morning cartoons one too. That yeah. was really really. Is that good. the magic? I, yeah, I was gonna say the the team escapes from me, but you're right. It's mm-hmm. the magic. So good. Yeah, it's good work. Very good work. So a lot I've of been fun. Trying ones. to hey, shout out to uh, our girl Nane. Yeah. Who got to do the Thunders video for the schedule release. It was very cool. cool. Some great graphics. Okay, gentlemen. We've gone through some of the statistics of the schedule. Now let's have some fun with it. I thought tonight we would look at the schedule and we are going to draft the best games on the schedule. Now, best can be subjective. It can Mm -hmm. be the game you're most looking forward to the game you think Paycom will be the most hyped up for. It can be just a matchup you're looking forward to. Whatever you want. But we are going to draft our favorite games of the schedule. 
We can talk about each pick as we go through them. We're going to do three rounds. There's four of us on the show. That's 12 games. I have not decided to draft order because that is the chat's job. Oh, okay. So if you are watching us live on YouTube right now, we need you to tell us who is making pick number one, pick number two, pick number three, and then the last pick, pick number four, in our best Thunder games of next season draft. So we'll give you guys a second in the chat to to spit out uh, what your draft order is. And then, gentlemen, I, f- I figured we would just snake draft this thing. Yep. Is that yeah, fair with you guys? If you're at home and you don't know what a snake draft is. Listeners, you know what to do. It's whoever goes first, second, third, and fourth. And then the next round, we flip it. So whoever went fourth gets to immediately pick again. Uh, smooth okay so this uh, is really just the chat's rankings of their favorite hosts 100 <laughs> percent. Right. well but god people love jd hello. jd what have you subjective. done you haven't been on the podcast for like three weeks and everyone hello. wants hello. to together for subjective because whoever four and and you get to do a the uh double pick so this is true it's actually right. a lot of pressure being one don't try to galaxy See, Sean, this, connor they're they're letting me pick Back to back. I think uh, I agree Ace with Ace Moot, who says, give JD number one. He had to cover the Grizzlies game. <laughs> That's fair. Fine. So that, that will be you, fair. You JD will be pick number one. <laughs> A lot of people want Taylor to go last. <laughs> so Taylor will be pick four. That's we'll so let we Justin go two, twice. and I will be three. That's oh, so we can shit. cut Taylor's. Here we go again. <laughs> we can cut Taylor's <laughs> answers for time if he goes That's last. That's right. <laughs> All right, Actually, JD. Opposite because I have to go back to back. So oh, fourth God. pick and the fifth pick. This guy, yeah. JD. You've got pick number one. You are on the clock. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with the easy swing here. That feels obvious to me. It's gonna be the November 14th game, nationally televised on TNT against the San Antonio Spurs and Victor Wembanyama. I get to see. The rival, I think uh, I saw they they listed some rivalry games uh, the NBA did, and I think it was it was either this matchup or one later in the year. Um, so the rivalry of Chet and Wemmy begins uh, in November of this year, and I think it's going to be uh, a ton of fun. I hope they're both healthy and there, and they play, and we get to see that matchup uh, fully. I think the Thunder are ahead of schedule of the Spurs, but this one's going to be uh, incredible, and it's in OKC. Yes, it's going to be a blast. That that stadium should be packed. So that's uh, that's awesome. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday at six thirty. Uh, that'll be great. A few things about that game, Silva. Not only is it nationally televised TNT game, it is also the second game of pool play mm. for the regular seat. What do we call it? An in-season tournament. Yep. It will be the first regular season matchup of Chet versus Wemby. So good. Um, I don't know if the Thunder have. I know they have. They are matched up with the Pelicans on national TV before this game. I don't yep. know if that's at home or on the road. It's at um, home. Okay. The Thunder have not had a nationally televised home game since the Russell Westbrook return. What? Rockets versus Thunder. <laughs> that's Dude, why that's bananas. Russ versus Chris Paul. That's, and they get so one. this will be the second nationally televised home game. They literally get one within the first week. Of the yeah. NBA regular mm-hmm. season, yeah. I know November first against the Pelicans. We'll save that one, but yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I just want to say that uh, 
I don't even know if I could say this comment because it's too much of a tongue twister. The river walk rivalry. The river walk rivalry. That is good. I like you that. You can put that, by the way. I'm okay with that. <laughs> that's good. That is good. That That'll is, be that's match. We will get Chet Wemby as the first preseason game. Right. Oh, okay. But that well, game is going to be 36 seconds. That game right. on November 14th is going to be dope awesome. it's gonna be super fun and it is wait. ridiculous i mean just quickly on the wimby thought that um trying to find the tweet that we tweeted out about the spurs and of course i'm getting close but can't find it um how many national tv games they got yes they got the a jump like basically a quarter of their games it's like 19 right yeah, yeah i think 19, 19 sounds 19. like the number yep. yeah yeah, crazy. That's a, basically, o- almost a quarter of their games are nationally televised, uh, which is the Wimby effect. But the NBA officially the declaring that a "quote unquote" rivalry is yeah, uh, that's is, is kind of exciting. That game is going to be dope. Justin, you got pick two. Pick two is really hard because pick one is so obvious. Um, like there's there's so many different places you could go for number two. Don't take that out of context. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, where I'm going to go is March 14th, a home game on a Thursday night against the Dallas Mavericks. Dang it, Justin. That was one of my sleepers. Good. It's a good one. Thursday really night, TNT, the late game, 9 p.m. local tip off in Oklahoma City. You've got TNT on a Thursday night late in the season, like in the last month of the season against Dallas and the Mavericks. That could be a ton of fun. You think about those like that's that's the part of the season where people start really tuning tuning into like those Thursday night TNT games. There gets to be a lot more buzz. Like your whole Twitter feed is going to be full of people talking about this game. And depending on where this the standings are at, maybe Oklahoma City and Dallas are you know close to each other. And there's some there's some actual like weight behind that game. Shea versus Luca. I just there, there's so many things to get excited about in that matchup for me. Agree completely. The reason it really stood out to me is is one of the reasons you mentioned last there, Justin, is the fact that I mean both of these teams could be competing. I, I know there's uh, Dallas fans who could be listening in, thinking, you know, this is like you know, thunder colored glasses, but I think there is a real world where these two teams are competing for very similar positions and playoff standings, and so. You have a just, you know, a big time game here on uh, on TNT Thursday night. Like you mentioned, hopefully Paycom will be packed like it's really, really exciting. Hopefully Paycom will be packed. That's a work night. You ain't getting out of that arena eh, until midnight. Eh, yeah, I mean, I'll Friday, people can take I'll off. I'll be there. I think it'll be pretty packed. Uh, that's a really exciting one for me as well. It's one I was, I was keeping an eye on. Hopefully, it feels, feels consequential for sure. Yeah, late season is cool. Uh, post trade deadline, yep, oh, that's yeah. an interesting post, little yeah. wrinkle. Will Good Kyrie point. even be with Dallas? Will Kyrie even be on this dimension? <laughs> is he ever? It's a great point. We don't know. Very good point. Okay, <laughs> I am up. I am going Sunday, October 29th. The home opener, a matinee, two thirty p.m. tip against the defending champion Denver Nuggets. It's a good choice. 
this will be game number three after Shea and Lou spent a summer with Jamal Murray, who plays for the Nuggets. You've got arguably the best player in the world in Nikola Jokic, coming multiple-time MVP and champion, coming in to play against the very green Chet Holmgren, his third NBA game ever. Last year, Nikola Jokic just tore the thunder to shreds every time yep. they played. Mm-hmm. What can Chet do? Uh, I just think it's a really fun matchup. Home opener, I think there's a lot of buzz getting generated about this team. I think local fans are on fire. They're fired up. They're ready to go. It's 2.30 on a Sunday is dope. That's it's like not a late night huge. game. Lots of people are going to be out. I think Paycom's going to be packed. People can go out to dinner downtown afterwards. You know, game doesn't get out to like six, uh, five, something like that. So you still have your whole evening ahead of you. I just think that the time spot, the team, great way to like measure yourself. I can even see like, that let's one. see what our team's about. Justin stop. <laughs> I didn't say great, great way to use a measuring <laughs> stick to figure out where you are at starting the season. Like we want the smoke. Let's go against the champs, the champs game. That's number right. three, see where we stack up. See and I the know gap it's is between super you. early, but I think that that is a candidate to be potentially flexed <laughs> in to a prime time spot. Like I think that's something else I've been thinking a lot about uh, going through this schedule and, and just where the thunder rank in terms of nationally televised games are so they're right about midway, which is awesome. Uh, and again, depending on health, depending on how the team performs, but we could absolutely see more of these games flex into prime time spots. And like I said, very early in the season, maybe yeah, it's unlikely. I don't think but... that one will because that's a Sunday matinee during NFL season. That, that's mm, a good point. Yep. Very there, good point. There's, I mean, I don't think anybody shows national NBA games on Negative. Sundays. So, yep. Good point. All right, Taylor. Pick number four. You got the last pick of the first round before we go to break. So I actually have a couple I'm considering here, but I'm, I'm think I'm going to go ahead and save the other one. Um, I'm also going early in the season here, Jacob, with November 1st against the Pelicans, ESPN game at home. Unless, yeah, no, it, it, it's uh, at home, 6.30 local time. So it's essentially oh, prime no. time in, in regards to uh, here in the, the central time zone. I just... That's going to be so fun. I, you assume that Zion's going to be healthy, and what a huge—that's a bold assumption. I mean, early, <laughs> fair point. What like a a huge test for Chet entering the league, his, his quote unquote rookie season, right? And only let's see, one, two, three, four. His fifth game in the league is going to be up against a quote unquote bulk to Zion. Apparently, if if you pay attention to all the social media hype, I don't know. I think that is going to be a very fun one. This is kind of. Uh, the first opportunity for this Thunder squad to kind of declare themselves on the national stage this season. And I'm really looking forward to it. I think it'll be a lot of fun. And as we mentioned earlier, this is going to be the first nationally televised home game since the Russ return pre-COVID. That's nuts. That feels like a lifetime ago. (laughs) Do you remember when Chris Paul nutmegged Isaiah Hartenstein in that game? I knew exactly what you were referencing there when you said Chris Paul. Yeah. So good. Fun stuff. And wasn't that the only national TV game that season for the Thunder? Well, until the bubble. Until the bubble. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Crazy. 
Oh, That's going to that be a game? fun one. That one, like, you want the Thunder to show out on their home court on national TV in front of everybody. Totally. That, that game is going to be dope. All right. Let's take our first break of the night. On the other side, we will do round two, uh, reverse order, and Taylor will lead us off. We'll be right back. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, we are back. We've got the first four games out of the way. Taylor, game number five for the the games that we are most excited for on the Thunder schedule next season. Where are you going? So this this was the other one I was considering, and there's obviously a ton here now that we're, what, five games deep uh, to, to really be looking forward to. But I think the one that I'm going towards might surprise some people because... You know, here we are, uh, the majority of us in Oklahoma, one of us in Texas. It's, it's literally dog days of summer. It's it's so hot. It's ridiculous. This period of the schedule that I'm referring to is it's often referred to as the dog days of the NBA schedule. But I really, really love that the Thunder have this matchup here. Uh, and the one I'm going to go ahead and pick here at pick five is the L.A. Clippers game at L.A. Uh, January 16th. TNT game. It, it's a late one. Wait, no, actually, it's not uh, seven local time. That's kind of surprising. I just assumed when I saw that it was going to be, yeah, 9 p.m. It um, is. So that means West Coast local oh, time. Oh, look, since it's at Clippers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gotcha. That yeah, so it'll be a 9 p.m. tip in OKC. And 10, yeah, okay. That and makes it's the second sense. night of a back to back. Better than oh. 9 30. 
second night of a back to back, and this is the Shea, all the narrative, all the hype uh, surrounding this OKC rebuild and how it's you know kind of come to fruition and uh, versus the injured, often injured Kawhi PG uh, Clippers team. I just think this is going to be really interesting. You bring up a really good point, Justin, and that's the second night of a back to back. And again, we aren't really including NBA TV games in this, but um, they play the yep. Lakers uh, and Staples the night before yep. as well. So that, that is the going LA to be LA double feature. Very fascinating. I, I hope they show out for that second game. That'll be a fun, fun one. I think the TNT crew, like they're sure to hit on um, hit on some of that narrative with the shade right. trade and, and where things are at between those two teams. I, I think that beyond us talking about it and beyond like, you know, the destinies being tied together through the draft. Like, I don't know that that narrative has been really gotten to be addressed in like a game type situation on a national stage because it, it hasn't been a, you know, a national TV matchup or anything. So this could be an opportunity to, to hear what they have to say and like hash out some of those combos beyond the game itself. That'll be interesting. Yeah. I hope, I hope the, the two stars for the Clippers are like, you know, both playing, playing, playing that'd be cool because these right. these teams are at a crossroads the odds like, of that is very low though very low these teams are at a crossroads and the thunder are going up and the clippers look like they're going down so it'd be really cool to, to, to see my do guy, the clippers uh, have james harden on the team at this point dude, oh, <laughs> right no exactly it's a good point really. my guy smooth corrected me here uh, i believe i said staples and obviously i meant crypto, crypto arena. aka the for now crypt. for now my guy okay. Darcy yeah. is uh, finally in the chat. My my weekly. Uh, I'm just here for Taylor. <laughs> Shout out Darcy. Love is that you. your burner? Have, it, have we? It may be somewhere else. Especially as I was after I was voted fourth in the draft standings, but <laughs> had to jump on the YouTube burner. Defend uh, yourself. Shout out Darcy. <laughs> All right, I am up with pick number six. I'm going to Tuesday night, November twenty eighth. We are looking at what well, a few days after Thanksgiving, the final pool game of the in-season tournament. This one is going to be at Minnesota. Choosing this one for a handful of reasons. Number one, last game of pool play. This could be the Thunder's opportunity to make it to the knockout stage of the in-season tournament, which is cool. There, there could be some stakes for this one. Yep, that's fun. It's Chet's first homecoming of his NBA career, oh, going yeah. back to Minneapolis. You got to think there's going to be a lot of folks there cheering on Chet. Number three, it's the first matchup, Thunder versus Minnesota. If you remember last year, how fired up I was for game one because <laughs> I wanted Chet to embarrass Rudy Gobert, uh-huh. and it was taken from me. He's going for... 25, four assists, 10 rebounds, 10 blocks. Okay. First triple-double. His first triple-double of his career against Rudy Gobert. Dude. That's uh, I admire your enthusiasm. I am stoked for this game. This game's going to be a blast. This is going to be a blast. It's great pick. First one since the – did you say this? Did you say first one since the play-in? Get you a little right? bit, little oh, bit I did not mention that aspect of it, but Somebody Minnesota's the team that beat them in the play-in. Yep, yep, yep. It's fun. It should be a lot of fun. I think you get like two superstars, Shea versus Ant. That's what I was going to say. Is as much fun as 
Chet versus, you know, the post guys in Minnesota. Shea versus Ant could be a lot of fun. Um, Agreed. That two emerging superstars like going head to head. I mean, yeah, that's very fun. Could be some fireworks. Thunder will be well rested for that one too. They play uh, Philadelphia on Saturday, Get and then they are at Minnesota on Tuesday. So it is kind of nice. Rest there. All the in-season tournament games for the Thunder. I, I would assume it's probably this way for everybody. None of them are back-to-backs. Yep. I like. I the think they specifically cool. tried to yep. do that in that podcast mm-hmm. I referenced yep. earlier. Makes sense. Yep. Justin with pick number seven. <clears throat> All right. Uh, this I, I'm having a hard time narrowing down my list because I have about 14 games that I want to talk about <laughs> yeah. here. Um, but instead, I'm going to keep the play or I keep saying play in tournament, the in season tournament theme going. We've already said two of the Thunder's four in season tournament games. So let's go ahead and add a third one. The Golden State game on November 3rd, the first game of the in season tournament. I think that that one's got to be up there as well in terms of like, I just think buzz, right? It's a home game. Thunder get to host the first in-season tournament game. It is the first experience anyone's going to have with the in-season tournament. Like what's the buzz in Paycom look like for that? Does it feel somewhat like vaguely playoff-esque? Does it feel play-in-esque? Or does it feel like a preseason game? Like, I don't know. Like how how do the fans... Yeah. yeah. How do the fans respond to that? I think it'll be really interesting. I think the fact that it's against the Warriors will be a lot of fun. There's a lot of history between the Thunder and the Warriors, obviously. Um, two teams in very different spaces than they were when they had that playoff history. But I think a really compelling matchup, like getting to go see Steph, the arena is going to be full, probably with too many Warriors jerseys. But it, it should be a fun environment. And I think kind of getting the first taste of what this in-season tournament looks like should be a compelling evening. Well, Justin, you also you mentioned the history between these two teams. You also have this juxtaposition of Thunder fans freaking hate Draymond Green. Maybe more than any other team in the league. Right. Thunder fans hate Draymond Green. There's going to be a billion 10-year-olds in Steph jerseys. <laughs> and then that's like the middle ground. you got the hate on one end with Draymond. You've got a guy that Thunder fans used to hate and now really revere and Chris Paul. Right. Oh. And and the 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 teacher coming back to the pupil with Chris Paul and Shay and that dynamic. Right. There's a lot of really overlapping layers there where I love that. Like if Chris has a good game, are you happy because Thunder fans have so much respect for Chris after what he did here or are you pissed because it's with the Warriors? <sighs> Lots of interesting pieces <laughs> going into this. You also have like the juxtaposition of the up and coming kind yeah, of like the when trajectories the were, were right yeah, yeah the, the, the kind of like when the thunder faced the up and coming warriors back in 2016 not to bring that up uh <laughs> versus this yeah the, this well-established veteran team uh who are kind of aging out at this point yeah i i think that's a great matchup it'll be really one, fun one of the last home games the thunder had against the warriors late last season i think i remember the warriors coming out and, and the thunder kind of looked shook by by playing against him they looked a little frazzled for like the first half almost just really sloppy totally uncharacteristic and it makes sense because of the history that's the big name players Silva. what did i what did i say <laughs> sloppy oh god um 
You might say it's a little sloppy. Had to. Sean was asking also, so I had to. He was. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, really fun game. Really fun game. Yeah, I think that's a good choice, Justin. That's going to be yeah. lots of overlapping things going on in that game. We've chosen a lot of early season games, right? Which I find interesting, but we're so fired up. It's going to be our first look at a lot of stuff. Yep. I mean, you yeah. also think the Warriors like to play small and have Draymond mm-hmm. six foot six at center. You're going to have six six Draymond against seven one Chet. Is Draymond going to go for some nut kicks again? Like, oh my gosh, we don't know. He'll try. I also wonder, like, super physical for sure. I I don't know that it'll be apparent in the first one, but do you see teams approach the in season tournament differently, like? Maybe maybe for the latter games, maybe in a few years you'll see it more, but like does a team like the Warriors care as much as a team like the Thunder? It's a great point. I can already and, picture that, that Draymond quote like after the game, like we don't care about this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. As soon as they lose, it'll be like, well, yeah. um, whatever. And it'll be a narrative. Like yeah. uh, you need to get the players mm-hmm. to buy into this if it's going to be a thing, and we'll talk about yeah. that for a week on podcast and it'll be ridiculous. <laughs> Indeed. It's a good one. JD, you got pick number eight. Yes. Yes. Uh, number eight. Okay. This one's going to be, uh, if you remember, last season on, is it really the same? Is it a year? I'm doing some no math, not math, but almost math. Okay. January 3rd <laughs> of this year, the Celtics took a little trip to central Oklahoma and got beat 150 to 117. And I was at that game, and it was incredible. And uh, every player made like seven threes, and it was great. Uh, we we kind of <laughs> uh, put Boston to shame. So uh, Boston returns on January second this year, another Ooh, home game. Of course, almost to the um, date. That's a great almost great to the back. date. And I assume they do not want to get big timed again. So this will be another uh, uh, to use Jacob's term measuring stick game for the Thunder. Boston's really good, younger. Um, and that, that'll be a blast because I assume they're going to come back wanting to uh, just kick the Thunder's ass. <laughs> Chet like versus that. Porzingis matchup in that one, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's that weird. should be fun. J Dub well. can prove that he's making one tenth of Jalen Brown's salary, yet still better. Wow. My God. Hey, I'm just saying one of them can dribble. This is true. <laughs> good point. This is true. Uh, and it's not the one making 40 million a year. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! I don't make the rules. I'm just telling you. I'm just stating <laughs> factual evidence. It's correct. Undisputable. Yeah, that's that. I mean that that was a highlight game last year. So the the chance to yeah see what you look like the following year, see if you can make lightning strike twice. I think that that's a fun choice. Right around then is when I started to hear a lot more national buzz about OKC. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, like Ryan Rosillo, like the next day, did a podcast about it. Like, hey, you need to be paying attention to this team because. Isn't they, they he like a SGA. noted Celtics fan? Uh, yeah, he's like from him and yeah, Simmons but... both are from. I was gonna Hot say Spice, all, yeah. of sudden, yeah. all of a sudden, all of a sudden, his Bill team Simmons gets waxed starts... and gets yeah. gets a hundred fifty drop in their head. Yeah. All of a sudden, Bill Simmons starts talking about fake uh, Jalen Brown SGA trades on his yeah. pod the next day. <laughs> Love it. All right, round two is in the books. Let's take another break. We will come back and finish this draft up with picks number nine through twelve. We'll be right back. 
Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we are back. Round three, J.D., you Your skipped over up. me. You skipped over both of my picks, right? No, it's no. doing the snake, buddy. It's a snake you draft. Know what a snake my... draft is. Well, I we're do. Just, but, we're snaking. Uh, uh, you went first. You ding dong. You've got two picks already. <laughs> Boo. Yeah, like it'll this. be. It'll be. Me. Halo's like I thought. I was each part of the snake. <laughs> <laughs> Give me both picks. That's a human centipede. That's different. Yeah, it's me, <laughs> Justin, Jacob, Taylor. <laughs> okay, we're Sorry. going. With this, with my final pick, we're going late. We're going consequential. We're going to Memphis. Um, yeah, March 16th at Memphis. Um, I think that one's going to be consequential. Also, um, I would love to see, because I think the people want to say this team is similar to where Memphis was a couple of years ago, where they made a huge leap, really young team, headed upwards. Uh, I think they've since stumbled a couple times for various reasons. And now I would really like to see where these teams stack up whenever games mean a ton and everyone is there like job will be back we assume by that point and like not injured or something so that would be really cool i want to see triple j versus chet sga versus jaw desmond bain versus whoever uh, on this on this team yeah that'll be a blast be a blast <laughs> that's a good one rivalry we got to end this season with memphis last year oh yeah uh very inconsequential game yes <laughs> uh, i'm looking at yeah. the schedule here it doesn't well the Thunder get Memphis the first time on December 18th. Yep. Josh should still be out by that point. Right. I don't think that's quite to 25 yet. So the Thunder will catch Memphis at least once without Jaw. Uh, they then them. play Memphis again, looking through the schedule here. Do they only play him that one other time? No, no the 10th, they'll play him the tenth uh, and the sixteenth. Yeah, tenth and sixteenth. So in twice a in a week. Yeah. So you get Jaw twice there, but yeah, that's one a home, that's a fun one. one. And, yeah, yeah, once away. I like so it. It's a fun one. With Jaw missing twenty five, we mentioned earlier. Maybe this is a game yeah. where two teams are vying for 
the same sort of positioning. Similar to Dallas. Should we do we dare tempt fate and have Silva cover one of these post games and <laughs> oh, 100 see what happens? Is this a way to like break an ancient curse? Not until they win. Yeah. And then... it, it, but the reverse has to happen, right? The Thunder win by yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'll, light some, I'll light some sage or something. I feel like you're supposed to do that. Okay, right, Kyrie. Kyrie. Like, to break a curse. Or Kyrie something. over here. Yeah, levitating over the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> Kyrie might be hiking in Nepal by the time this season's over. <laughs> Justin, you I are know. up. Pick number okay. 10. Um, this is hard. This is my last pick. Uh, there's a lot of good games left on the schedule, but I'm going to go with, I think someone put this in the chat earlier. Oh, you're going to um, steal mine, you bastard. Yeah, I am. February rat 13th bastard. at Orlando. Tuesday night game on TNT National Broadcast. Last game before the All-Star break. A matchup of two young teams, two young talents. Obviously, Paolo Bancaro in Orlando makes that a very intriguing matchup against all the, the young talent from the Thunder. Like I number think one just versus number matchups two galore. Yeah. Matchups galore in that one um, was supposed to be like the marquee national TV game from last season before Chet got hurt. Um, I think again, national attention right before the all-star break, like there's going to be a lot of buzz around this game. I think that should be a really fun matchup. Agreed. I think the, the Chet versus Paulo matchup is awesome. J Dub being yeah. like run, runner up to rookie of the year. Right. Yeah. Two I teams that I, get compared a lot. There's some insecurities there. Yeah. Yep. I, I like that a lot. Yeah. J Dub and, and Paolo having a, a little money rivalry as well. Not the rivalry uh, you would have expected. No, not so much at all. That's a fun one. Um, that was. The one I wanted. I'm going to go a wild card here, gentlemen. I'm going with game number 20 of this season. This game will fall probably around December 5th, December 6th. Mm, And the thing is, we don't know the date. We don't know the time. And we don't know the opponent. This is after the four pool games of the in-season tournament. Are the Thunder hosting a knockout round? Yes. Are the Thunder playing some random game against some random team that got scheduled two days beforehand? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Obviously, the whole league is going to be dealing with this, so it's not unique to Oklahoma City. But how do you respond? Right. How do you prepare when you don't know who you're playing or when you're playing? And it just kind of gets dropped on you a couple nights before. Am I sleeping in my own bed? Are we hopping on a plane and going to the other side of the country? In Vegas, yeah. What are we doing? And so I think that one's a really fascinating one. You don't know who you're playing. You don't know where you're playing. That's going to be a challenge for a lot of guys because I think they kind of look at the schedule and they get into this groove. And this kind of throws that groove off a little bit. You don't know where you're going to be, who you're going to be playing, how much rest you're getting, if you're going to be on a plane. If it's a game very of playoffs-esque. Yep. Yeah. So I, I think the... just a I, young I, team with that type of randomness thrown at them. Like I'm interested to see how they respond to it. Especially if they play like a more veteran laden team. 
I think just makes it even more yeah. interesting. So I'm going with that matchup because we just have no clue what it's going to be. And Taylor, I, I think the knockout rounds are like home team hosted. It's only the championship mm. and the, oh. like the final four, right? That's that are yes. in Vegas. So, so okay. eight make it to the knockout round. I'm trying to put my fingers in front of the camera. You can't see them all. So there's not eight <laughs> fingers there. Uh, eight teams make it to the rock to the knockout round. Yeah. So that first knockout round is done in home markets. Yep. Then you're down to four teams left. Yep. All four of them go to Vegas. Yep. They play two games. The two winners play each other in the championship. Um, and that's game number 83 yep. for them. And that will not count towards regular season stats, which is right. kind of interesting. It's just this outlier. Um, but everybody else has to play two more games if they don't make it to the knockout right. round. So you're playing two in that window of a week and a half that you don't know who you're playing or where you're playing. Since there's eight teams, four from the East, four from the West, that leaves 11 West teams and 11 East teams. They are going to match up West versus West and East versus East, except one team on each side because it's an odd number, Weird. which oh, is kind is of interesting. interesting. Mm. Yeah. So Good five point. West teams versus another five West teams makes 10. Then you have that one leftover team and they're mm -hmm. going to have to play against the Eastern conference. So the number of games you play against a team, there's a chance the thunder play five games against um, Denver instead of four this year, or there's right. a chance they play an Eastern conference yeah. team three times instead of two that can have a, like I was thinking about this the other day with the play in tournament. Justin, you mentioned like, do the Warriors maybe not care about it, right? Because they're older, yep. they're they're prepping for the playoffs. Well, if you win your group play, you are playing against you're 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 playing a in the knockout round a game of consequence that another team's going to be fired up for, and that other team's going to be probably a good team. Yep, that counts towards your end of season record and yeah. your playoff seating. Do you maybe like not care about getting there because those two extra games you have to get to get game 81 and 82, you want to take a roll of the dice and see if you can match up against a Houston or against I think a, you right. just you just predicted Draymond Green's uh post-game quotes for when they don't make there you the go. or his podcast that he'll <laughs> exactly. do exactly yes. Yeah. His po his podcast. So it, you know, I think that's I, interesting I, like do is. you want to play knockout round games? against teams that are gunning for it because they want that 500K and it's you versus uh, Miami or, and, yeah. and Jimmy wants a bag. Or do you want to maybe, <laughs> hey, we'll lose one. That way our two extra games aren't in knockout rounds and instead yep. our rest games, essentially. Yeah, maybe we could get uh, uh, Orlando Houston. and Houston and get two easier wins that help our playoff seating down the stretch. Yeah, right. Maybe some gamesmanship going on. So I just, I just think it's It'll that week is going to be very fascinating. I, and I love that you brought that up as well. I, I know I still need to go, and we're going a little late here. Uh, I still need to draft uh, two games, but just no, curious, your guys' thoughts. This one. Well, I don't have to. I, I don't get to go twice. <laughs> I thought I would finish with. Ugh. Do you remember when Jacob was drafts. like, "In case anyone doesn't know what a snake draft?" is? Yeah, that's me. 
Taylor, you get one game that'll I, put I rely everybody up on three. My fantasy football uh, snake draft things to tell me when oh I pick. Gosh. Um, it's ridiculous. Okay. That's okay. After my every person makes available. the pick, Taylor goes, Isn't it my two. turn? When do I, I pick? Both. It should be Silva. I go this twice. Justin, I go twice. <laughs> Jacob, I go twice. Correct. This is America. Amazing. Uh, my, my Taylor with the 81st available. pick in the draft. <laughs> However, I do like that you brought this up, Jacob, because I do think it's a really good opportunity to go through these, uh, these, I, I want to say play in as well, Justin. It's hard. It's hard. I know yeah, it's, these, uh, but these tournament games. So uh, November 3rd, Golden State, that is at home. Then the Thunder play uh, November 10th, uh, a week later at Sacramento. And then they play again, four days later, uh, at home against San Antonio, which we've already talked about. And then finally, in that same group, they play at Minnesota November 28th, all within the month of November. So we have one, two, three, four games. If you guys had to predict right now, what do you think they go in those four games? I'll give mine as well. 4-0, baby. They're going to the knockout round. Going to the ship. 3-1. (laughs) Three and one. I think they could do three and one. Okay. Maybe the one they lose is that uh, at Sacramento one. They win the two home games, and then go beat Minnesota. I'm feeling two and two. Who do you is think wins the pool? Swift reference? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as a no. <laughs> Who do I think wins the pool? Yeah. Sacramento, I think. Okay. Ooh, I like it. I will put my stake in the ground at one and three. Wow. Justin. Boys. Freaking hater. <laughs> Who's the one? Who's the one? San Antonio, obviously. Oh, Got to yeah. get that one Fair. over Wimby on national TV. Yeah. Can't let that one slip. When J-Dub posters Wimby and then you guys <laughs> have to run the podcast by yourself for a week while I'm in a coma. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Amazing. I'm also going to into a Silva. Uh, I, I think the San Antonio game is one that I want, so I'm selfishly going with that one. And I understand it's an away game, but I just have a good feeling about that Minnesota game. So I can see Golden That's State right. and Sacramento. Uh, Justin, you didn't say who you think wins the wins the group. Who wins the pool? Yeah. Um, Put me down for uh, Golden State. Golden State was going to be going to be my answer as well, only because Silva says Sacramento first. <laughs> I, I, I like that answer. That was a good answer. Part of it. Um, I don't want to be the devil's advocate, uh, aka the Nick here, and say San Antonio because I just don't really see it. <laughs> I'm excited um, to do. Brackets. Give me the Thunder, dang it! Give yeah. do the brackets like the March Madness bracket, yes, but it's only eight agreed. teams. Agreed. You know what? We I, might have to do an uncontested tournament for some yes. prizes. 100 okay. i'm all in also i think i've you can it's a good folks, enter the uncontested's bracket challenge first place gets some stickers the bones from taylor's <laughs> rotisserie chicken oh nobody and a signed is... copy of jd's poku picture we can do something better than that we'll uh <laughs> no we we'll can't that's that's a no topping that no there's no topping that <laughs> All right, Taylor, pick your last game. All yeah. right. Well, my uh, next two games I'm going to pick. Good grief. Uh, you. 
<laughs> no, the, the one I'm actually going here to end out our draft is one that I'm not sure that you all probably would have picked, but I think it is really important. And the reason I'm going with this one, uh, I'm going March 3rd uh, at Phoenix. And that is a 9.30, I guess, our time, or no, sorry, 9, 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 our time. I think that is a really important one because, again, Justin's mentioned this a couple different times, but it's post-trade deadline, right? And this is, a, I don't know, I, I find it interesting that the NBA scheduled this one for us on a nationally televised stage post you know, this late in the season, like this is kind of our, not to use a pressyism, but I think this is the Thunder's opportunity to declare themselves. And I'm really curious to see, you know, as they're competing for uh, playoff play in spots, like how they treat this game, because we get later into the, into the season. And I mean, there's some really, really fun matchups later on in April, but who is playing for each team right at that point. And the Thunder have a brutal stretch at New York, at Philadelphia, at Boston, at Indiana, at Charlotte in April. And I just think about this this March game, like how important that would be to try and secure some of those wins. Like I said, it's on a national stage. Really, really excited about that one. Huge test for this Thunder team. Almost reminiscent for me um, of the LeBron record game that they played. I think, was that February when LeBron broke the record and and their crypto it was later than that i think yeah even march, Could so have been march. that's kind of like i think this is another opportunity for this team um even taking the next step right for yep. them to, it kind of i don't know kind of comparable you could see a chet versus kd run in real life instead of just yeah. a random gym okay. the, yeah August. i like it that's a really good pick and they also they play the lakers the next night which is kind of annoying but yeah you know, it's the first night of the back-to-back yeah and a travel back-to-back at that yep which is so always like road, road. how many of Shea, Dub, Giddy, Chet do we actually see in that second night? Yeah, or watch. the first night maybe. Yeah, you know, who knows? Yep. I'm a little disappointed you didn't pronounce it. Phoenix. Yep. <laughs> I I I had a slip up. I pulled yeah, a Taylor. Jacob, Jacob did say the Phoenix rule. <laughs> hey, I I apply the Phoenix rule to my life <laughs> regularly. <laughs> the only <laughs> other one, just for personal reasons. Uh, well, two. You either... get an extra pick, but I don't. After I've been clamor for this the whole podcast, it's because one of Jacob's picks wasn't even a real game. It's a. G- I'm, I'm a starting game. a new Thunder podcast called the Contested. Oh my gosh! And, uh... <laughs> Jacob picked a TBD game yeah. for one hey, of his that was picks. A, that was my best pick in the night. It was maybe. a good pick. No, it was a good pick. Um, just for like personal pick. reasons, either that Saturday, December 23rd against the Lakers. Or Tuesday, December twenty sixth against Minnesota, both at home, yeah. bookending Christmas. Um, you know, a lot of people are off work at that time. You Agreed. got family, and like those are some of my favorite games each year to go to. Um, a Saturday night in Paycom, um, Christmas Eve Eve. Just a, a that, I think that one could be a fun one. Like go out to dinner beforehand. I think that's the first matchup against the Lakers of this season. If I'm Families not are in second. town visiting, like it's I think the that's second it. one. Yeah. So yeah, like players, families will obviously be there. Um, just a for me personally, th- those are a couple of fun ones that and I'm I very excited team, to go to. Too, being able to spend the holidays, like to your point, Jacob, back in OKC, uh, not having to travel, mm-hmm. I think that's huge. 
The only other thing that really stood out to me that we didn't really cover when we did our draft is just that 17 games in January. Like I said, I mean, again, an overused phrase on our podcast, but uh, January has that dog in them uh, or her, whichever we're referring to January as. Six home (laughs) games, 11 road. I mean, I want to be inclusive here. What are January's pronouns? Correct. It's 2023. Okay, people. She got that uh, dog in her. <laughs> it, to uh, Jake's so point, does it quite sound the that same? Was one of the, that was one of the best jokes Taylor has ever made on this <laughs> January is a tough month for the Thunder. Thank you guys for listening to the Uncontested Podcast. <laughs> we appreciate you tuning in, whether you're a lifelong listener or it's your first show ever. God, I hope it's not your first show ever. You had to deal with us tonight. <laughs> we appreciate you. Uh, lots more stuff coming your guys' way with FIBA about to start. We'll have a lot of coverage. I don't know. We're probably not doing post-game podcasts at 3 a.m. No. After God. Canada versus no. Slovenia. <laughs> but we will be talking about what we see in FIBA from the Thunder players. Should be a fun time. Join us this coming Wednesday. That would be August 23rd. Trying to do math. Thought there would be no math. You guys have a great beginning of your week. Please stay cool. If you live anywhere in central United States, if you live in California, stay safe. And if you live abroad, I don't know, just enjoy your life. I'm kind of jealous, TBH. We will talk to you guys soon. Until then, and as always, thunder up. <laughs>